This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Worst timing ever? Actor Matthew Broderick tests positive for COVID. Right in the middle of promoting his new play. He was everywhere. And outbreak in D.C. After movers and shakers attend this swanky party. Then, struck by lightning, twice, the dad and daughter hit at a ball game. I was partially paralyzed. My dad was completely paralyzed. And it's here. Tornado right there! Take cover! College students sheltering in the basement. Plus, workers rebel. Why so many people are refusing to go back to the office. We don't want any part of it. And she was fired for joking about Kamala Harris's brown suit. I thought it was so unfair. Then... What happened to Cassie? Hold on for one more day. Mom found slain. The mystery of her text messages. We knew right away that was not Cassie. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvian for Deborah. Actor Matthew Broderick is the latest celebrity to go public with a positive COVID diagnosis and the health scare couldn't come at a worse time for Broderick. He's been on a media blitz doing in-studio interviews to promote the Broadway show he's starring in with his wife, Sarah Jessica Parker. Amber Cagliano reports. There is alarm today as Matthew Broderick tests positive for COVID, hours after he made the rounds of TV's popular talk shows. Tuesday morning, he appeared on Live with Kelly and Ryan. He kept his distance, bumping elbows, and seemed healthy. Matthew Broderick, everybody. Later that same day, he appeared on Seth Meyers' show, shaking hands and hugging. Then, just before he was set to take the stage on Broadway with wife Sarah Jessica Parker, Broderick tested positive twice. She has tested negative so far. Their show Plaza Suite, which just opened last week, went on with an understudy filling in for Broderick. And it's not the only Broadway production affected by COVID. Daniel Craig is appearing in Macbeth and has also tested positive for COVID. And in D.C., several movers and shakers have been hit with COVID after attending the gridiron dinner that featured comedy skits, including one about COVID. Among those stricken, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who tested positive for COVID right after holding a press conference on Wednesday. Also, the Secretary of Commerce and Congressman Adam Schiff. Dr. Fauci and CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky both went to the party, but so far they're okay. Meanwhile, there's a major COVID outbreak in Shanghai, China, the world's third largest city. The entire metropolis of 25 million people 
Seattle is under strict lockdown. Citizens are barricaded in their homes. The streets and highways deserted. This video of COVID-positive babies and toddlers is sparking outrage after it was revealed their parents are not allowed to visit them. Back to Washington and that gridiron club dinner. The Washington Post reports there are concerns that so many senators could have potentially been infected with COVID. It could delay the vote to confirm Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson. A vote could come later this week. A day at the ballpark turned into a nightmare for this father and daughter when lightning struck both of them, sending them to the hospital. They tell Stephen Fabian the bolts left them with severe burns and temporarily paralyzed. It was supposed to be a fun father-daughter day at the ball game, but it turned into a near-death experience when they were both hit by lightning. I was partially paralyzed. My dad was completely paralyzed. 19-year-old Ashley Moberg and her dad, John, were at a New York Yankees spring training game in Tampa when the game was rained out in the sixth inning as they headed back to their car. And then there was a bright flash and a loud bang, and I felt myself get launched into the air, and my dad, I saw him flying through the air and hit his head. Ashley took these photos of herself and her dad at the hospital. Look at the terrible mark where a neck she was wearing burned her. It heated up to the point where it burned through it my just, neck. It just melted into her skin. It was incredible. John suffered a broken cheekbone. I was out cold and actually actually thought I was dead. I can see you still have some bruising, right? Yeah, my the right side of my face is still kind of numb. After they were treated in the hospital, the father-daughter duo returned to the ballpark to photograph the spot, a souvenir of their brush with death. A lot of people don't walk away from this. Do you feel like you're both lucky to be alive right now? Incredibly lucky. This crazy footage was taken in Pensacola on the same day. And check out this footage as tornadoes ripped through Georgia yesterday. A tornado right there! Take cover! In Alabama, students at Auburn University took shelter. Who can blame them? Take cover! At least two deaths are being blamed on the severe weather. Well, you wouldn't think making a joke about Vice President Kamala Harris's brown business suit would be grounds for getting fired. But this conservative radio host says that's exactly what happened to her. A radio personality says she was fired for tweeting about the suit Vice President Kamala Harris wore at the State of the Union. So I felt obligated to go public to tell people about what happened to me because I thought it was so unfair. It started when the Veep wore that tailored brown suit at last month's event. She sure looks chic, but Amber Athey, a conservative commentator, was not a fan of the look. Kamala looks like a UPS employee. What can Brown do for you? Nothing good, apparently, she tweeted. Athey says it was just a joke, but some denounced the tweet as racist. What did you mean by the tweet? The UPS slogan used to be, what can Brown do for you? And it was in reference to their uniform, not their skin color. What do you say to people of color, like myself, who would look at a tweet like that and, and say, I think she's referring to the race of the vice president? I think it would be a good idea for people to consider giving, uh, you know, conservatives the benefit of the doubt. Eight days later, the radio station was bombarded with emails calling for Athy to be fired, which gained steam after she also spoke out about trans kids. I was told in a phone call that the tweet about Kamala Harris at the State of the Union was considered racist 
and that it had violated their social media policy. Interestingly, Harris wore a similar colored suit yesterday when former President Obama returned to the White House for the first time in five years, cracking everyone up about all the changes he's seen. There's a cat running around, (laughs) which I I guarantee you, Bo and Sonny would have been very unhappy about Here's something no one ever expected to see. Conservative Fox 5 ran Sean Hannity shaking hands with left-leaning actor Sean Penn. You would think they'd be polar opposites, but it really happened. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. They're the new Uh, odd couple brought together by a common cause, the war in Ukraine. I said that I don't trust you. (laughs) Is there a reason you didn't trust me? Yeah, there's a lot of reasons I don't trust you. Uber liberal Sean Penn set aside politics to appear with conservative Fox host Sean Hannity. Uh, If you were on this set 99 out of 100 times, we probably would be in full disagreement, right? No question about that. The two-time Oscar winner says he wants to raise money to buy a dozen F-16 fighter jets for the Ukraine Air Force. That's about $300 million. One billionaire could pay for those planes if the NATO countries would let them overfly. Meanwhile, the U.S. is targeting two of Putin's daughters with fresh sanctions. 35-year-old Katerina, a former acrobatic dancer, and Maria, a 36-year-old endocrinologist, are suspected of shielding their father's assets. And look, protesters poured red paint into the pool at a multi-million dollar Italian villa owned by a Russian news anchor. They also painted the walls with the word killer. And following the worldwide outrage over the atrocities committed in the Ukrainian town of Bucha, the Russians appear to be making every effort at covering up further evidence of their war crimes. The Russian military is using mobile crematoria, as they put it, to cover their tracks to remove dead bodies. Pope Francis joined the global chorus of condemnation, kissing a stained Ukrainian flag recovered from the ruins of Bucha. The Pope also delivered a very clear message saying, quote, stop this war. It's being called the Great Return. After two years of working remotely, many businesses across America are bringing workers back to the office. But as Les Trent reports, getting employees to get out of their sweats and off the couch is no easy task. Workers rebel. Why am I dying to get out of my nine to five? I'd much rather be home wrapped in a blanket in front of my laptop. Social media is loaded with videos of people refusing to return to the office after two years of working from home. Unfortunately, I will not be able to return to the office full time. Oh, why not? Oh, because I don't want to. When Sarah Nasa was asked to go back to work as a paralegal, she quit. When you go from fully remote and then to the office... I'm like, why, why am I doing this? Like, it's, it seems like pointless. I was so much more tired. I would come home exhausted. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go to the gym. I wouldn't want to read a book. Like, I would barely want to make dinner. The 24-year-old found a new job that allows her to work remotely. Five days a week in office, nine to five, that's just... It's unreasonable. 25-year-old data analyst Hannah Williams also quit when she was asked to return to the office. She, too, has found a fully remote job. We're more productive at home. We're happier at home. We're doing what the company asks of us. And so going back in is only really a form of micromanaging. We don't, we don't want any part of it. 
Fox Business correspondent Susan Lee says these days, employees have the upper hand. Workers have never had this kind of power ever in corporate America. You know that we have near a record 11.5 million job openings. You have the unemployment rate close to a 50-year low at 3.5%. And that means there is a lot of pricing power out there for employees. I just had to ask. Are you perhaps being a little spoiled? I don't think that there is such a thing. I think that life is too short, and why should I get any type of pushback for asking for what I deserve? What about the whole idea of the camaraderie of being in an office? Please. Perhaps because of the pushback, many companies are offering options where workers can work a couple of days at the office and a couple of days from home. It's an uncomfortable situation many divorced parents face, having to stay in touch with their exes for the sake of the children. This Florida mom disappeared after dropping off her four-year-old daughter with her ex-husband. Now he's under arrest. What happened to Cassie Carley? The vivacious mom has a four-year-old daughter, but her family life was troubled. Cassie shared custody with her ex-boyfriend, Marcus Spanavello. She was last seen making a routine custody drop-off, turning little sailor over to Spanavello. They met in a restaurant parking lot about a mile from her home in Navarre Beach, Florida. Her dad grew suspicious when she didn't return home quickly. And adding to the mystery, her car was found in a remote area with her purse still inside. Rayanne Carley is Cassie's younger sister. Was your sister concerned about these handoffs and opening her up to violence? She was for a little bit, but she had tried to make the proper steps. That is why the original exchange location was in a Walmart parking lot. After her disappearance, her father received several text messages that seemed out of the ordinary, saying she was having trouble with her phone and car and staying over at her ex's. We knew right away that was not Cassie. Tell me about your sister Cassie's relationship with Marcus, her ex. Even six months into the pregnancy is when his true colors started to shine. Um, there was red flags from the beginning. We're here at the search party headquarters. You can see Friends and family down. searched for more than a week. Sadly, Cassie was found buried in a shallow grave inside a barn in Alabama, about 300 miles from where she was last seen. Police were able to identify her from a tattoo on her foot. We have a tattoo together on our foot of a lizard um, that connects. So it's our matching tattoo. Now Marcus Spanavello has been arrested for tampering with evidence, but not murder. I'm just trying to, get, to make sure that my daughter is taken care of. Cassie had shared a chilling premonition with her family about her ex. If anything ever happens to me, he did it. Hold on for one more day. Cassie's ex is due back in court April 13th, and we'll be back with much more Inside Edition after this. Next, Hunter Biden uproar. Is the Secret Service shelling out $30,000 a month to live in a swanky Malibu pad to protect Hunter Biden? This is irresponsible. And more grief for Will Smith? What Jada Pinkett Smith's ex-lover is saying now. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, 
Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. There were a lot of complaints over how much taxpayers paid for Secret Service agents to protect Donald Trump's adult children. In just one month, the cost was more than $140,000. Now there are similar questions about Hunter Biden. As Jim Murray reports, the president's son has chosen to live in one of the most expensive zip codes in America. Protecting the president's family comes with an enormous price tag, especially when your name is Hunter Biden. The president's embattled son lives in ritzy Malibu. It's got killer views and a sky-high rent. President Biden's son is shelling out $20,000 a month to rent a home here in one of America's most expensive zip codes. And that means for the Secret Service to provide round-the-clock protection, they have to set up their Hunter Biden command post in Malibu as well. And that's costing taxpayers $30,000 a month. Hunter Biden moved into the most exclusive, most expensive neighborhood in Malibu, and he made no effort to try to work with the Secret Service. Hunter lives there with his wife, Melissa, and their two-year-old son, Joe and Jill Biden's youngest grandson. Malibu is one of the hottest markets in the globe, says Million Dollar Listings' Josh Altman. I'm sure from the outside, from people who are not local in Los Angeles, not in real estate, those are big numbers, of course. That, in my opinion, is entry level in Malibu. You couldn't find anything cheaper if you tried. Here are some properties for rent in Malibu right now. 85000 a month for this one. And can you believe $150,000 a month for this beauty? Look, if the Secret Service needs to be within a very specific close distance to this person, that's what they're going to pay. It's not like they had other options for 5000 or 10000 Meantime, a federal grand jury continues to look into Hunter Biden's international business dealings. He denies any wrongdoing. Back with more after this. Still to come, more grief for Will Smith. What Jada Pinkett Smith's ex-lover is saying now. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. The Motion Picture Academy is moving up their meeting to decide sanctions against Will Smith for that Oscar slap to this Friday, 10 days earlier than scheduled. The news comes as the young singer Smith's wife Jada had an entanglement with voices his thoughts. It's the last thing Will Smith needs a week after that infamous Oscar slap. Oh, wow! His wife Jada's ex-lover, 29-year-old singer August Alsina, appears to be referencing their affair in his new single. Many are saying tangled refers to entanglement, which is how Jada described their relationship. I got into a different kind of entanglement with August. That entanglement nearly broke up Will and Jada's marriage. So he's probably not thrilled it's now in a song. And 60s pop idol Bobby Rydell has passed away from pneumonia. Rydell became a teen sensation thanks to hits like Volare. He was perhaps best known for his role as Anne Margaret's boyfriend in Bye Bye Birdie. Bobby Rydell so popular, his name was used for the high school in the musical Grease, Rydell High. He was 79. When we come back, a very stressed out pooch. Finally today, it's only a haircut. It's bath time at the groomer. But this horrified husky isn't having it. What a drama queen. <laughs> Hate to see him at the vet. And that's Inside Edition. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.